on Sunday, Northwestern basketball pulled an upset that uh, may have capped off the best week of this college basketball season for the Wildcats. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We really appreciate you tuning in. We're available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, and thank you for making us your first listen. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. As we continue to put out content, wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a really fun time right now. Also, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's let's talk about this because we know that uh Northwestern got a really big win this weekend. Um and 80 they went on the road to Assembly Hall. Uh they took on Indiana. Uh, a top 15, I believe, Indiana team. Um, and, you know, after the win over Illinois, that was probably, in a lot of people's minds, oh, that's a good enough week. That's a good enough bounce back week after the Ohio State game, the Ohio State game that went so poorly. Well, sure enough, Northwestern messed around and figured out how to pull out an 84-83 Upset victory against Indiana, absolutely huge. Absolutely huge when you look at this game. Uh, I mean, it it starts really in that first half because you see the fact that when you go through this game, you got production up and down the roster. First half, Northwestern shoots 47% from the field on 17 of 36. 6 of 12 from 350%. But you get nine points in the first half from Boo Booey. You get eight points from Ty Berry, eight points from Robbie Barron, six points from Matt Nicholson. Uh, you even got a three out of Brooks Barnhazer. Chase Audige gave you seven points. There's guys up and down the roster that were doing their job. They were do they were instrumental in in it was a, re- a well-rounded first half, instrumental in building a lead there in the first half, 41-34. And you you got Boo Booey who hit a three. You got two threes by Ty Berry, two by Robbie Barron, one by Brooks Barnheiser. Um, you got Ty Berry crashing the board for five boards. You've got Chase Audige in the first half with seven assists. I mean, it was really an, an impressive performance by this Northwestern team out the gate on the road. It's the second time that we've seen them 
show up and have fight uh, on the road this year in Big Ten games. And also, you only have one turnover the entire first half. When you look at the other side, Indiana was totally different. You had um, you had most of the scoring dominated by by a couple guys. Um, you had, uh, I believe, you had. Let me let me check this. Trace Jackson Davis, he was huge in that first half. Jalen Hood, uh, Shafino, those two led the way. You had the. Uh, Hood Shafino had 12 points. Jackson Davis had 10 points. Jackson Davis had 13 boards. Outside of that, the next highest scorer outside of those two was just four points. I mean, it really was was they carried the load where on the other side you had Northwestern. It was very spread around. It was very well-rounded. Uh, Indiana in that first half, they were 14 of 30 46.7% from the field, four of eight from three, 50%, just like Northwestern. They just shot four fewer of them. Uh, both teams got to the line twice, and Northwestern made one, Indiana made two. But what I think is the difference in this first half is you look at the turnover numbers. Northwestern had one. No- Northwestern um, did not really turn the ball over much at all in the first half. They, they took phenomenal care of the basketball better than probably we've seen all year long. You look at Indiana, they had nine first half turnovers. Five of them were by hood hood uh, Shafino. I mean, it's, it's kind of the story of this first half was even though you saw Indiana out rebound Northwestern by eight, um, the eight turnover differential turned out to be vital. Uh, you see points in the paint, Northwestern dominated the first half, 20 to 14. You see um, points off turnover, Northwestern had 16 points to Indiana's zero. It's really, that's how this first half shaped out. But you have to be proud of this Northwestern team coming off a rivalry win against Illinois, coming off an emotional win. Um, you see this Northwestern team refocus itself, go on the road in a hostile environment against one of the biggest names in the college basketball world in Indiana. And you see them come out and compete for those first 20 minutes and actually take a seven-point lead to halftime. And I think that that's something that can't be um, overstated, just Tyler, how how impressive it was this team this team that we saw for most of the first half against ohio state only had 8 points and was t- started 2 of 24 shooting the ball they've bounced back here they bounced back on on wednesday and they bounced back and they continued to show that improvement on sunday as they really came out and played a really 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 strong first half Against a good Indiana team, um, I will say Trace Jackson Davis, his 10 points, 13 rebounds in the first half, and seven assists is wildly impressive. He had one of the craziest games I've ever seen, um, and we're going to continue to talk about that as we go here in a second. We're going to take a look at the second half in a moment here, but uh, but first, 
let's give a shout out to our friends at LinkedIn. As small business, as a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires first leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply also thank you for making locked on northwestern your first listen every day make sure you check out our new our brand new podcast locked on college basketball everything you need to know about college basketball in one place plus hear from big name experts insiders coaches and players Locked on basketball available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's dive into this game a little bit more. After Northwestern built that 41 34 first half lead, second half, um, it really, there were Northwestern came out of the gate in the second half very strong. Uh, it was impressive. But man, for a little bit there, it felt like Indiana couldn't miss any shots. And it shows because when you look at Indiana in the second half, um, Hood Shafino, 21 points in the second half, seven of 10 from the field, three of four from three, four of six from the free throw line, a couple of rebounds, a couple of assists. Um, and then you look at Trace Jackson Davis, four of nine, 11 more boards, one more assist. He continued a crazy game. Indiana was a little bit more well rounded. Um, as you see that that they had a little better mix of scoring uh, outside of Huchifino. Uh Tamar Bates had nine points. They really came out of the gate hot. Huchifino is 12 of 17. Uh, Jackson Davis, 8 of 9. On the whole for the half, Indiana was 32 of 62. Or actually, that's for the whole game. Uh, they were 18 of 32 in the second half for 56.3%. Five of ten from three, so they shot fifty percent from three in this game, which is red hot. And they got to the free throw line twelve times, hitting eight of them for sixty six point seven in the second half. So for the game, they were over fifty percent from the field. They were fifty percent from three, and they were seventy one point four percent from the free throw line. And you get uh, a second half where they, they're able to kind of stay stay in the game. They're able to chip away a little bit. 
but what you get out of Northwestern, where in the first half you got um a well-rounded first half where everybody was pitching in. You still got Ty Berry with five. You still got Robbie Barron with five. Um, but you get Chase Audish for 12, two of five from the field, one of two from three, seven of eight at the line, and you get Boo Booey with 17 in the second half. And it was an efficient 17. Six of nine from the field, 0 of one from three, fine. Five of six at the line. Those two guys helped power Northwestern in the second half. They score um, 29 of the 43 second half points for Northwestern. Really impressive job by them to to, um, really when this team needs it. These two guys, they know that they have to be the engine that drives uh, the Northwestern offense. We know that Northwestern is a good defensive team, which this game was one, kind of one of the more outlier games against a really good team where we saw Northwestern struggle to get stops consistently, uh, as evident by evidenced by the uh, shooting percentages for Indiana for the game. 51.6% for the game, 50% from three, and 71.4% uh, at the line as they – or 32 of 62 and 9 of 18 uh, from, from the field and then from three. Northwestern in this game, rather, was 46% from the field, 29 of 63, 7 of 19 from three, not as good. Still good for Northwestern. Uh, still pretty good percentage to shoot basically 37% from deep. And then what wins this game, in my estimation, is turnovers continued to be in Northwestern's favor. Granted, they they did have a lot more turnovers in that second half. They had six turnovers to Indiana's seven. But for the game, Indiana had 16 turnovers to Northwestern's seven. And then the other difference is in the second half, Northwestern gets to the free throw line 26 times. 26 times to Indiana's 12. Because of that, they hit 18 free throws, they don't necessarily shoot um, spectacularly from from the free throw line. They're 19 of 28, 67.9%. But the to double up a team like Indiana at the free throw line gives you that margin for error, gives you that breathing room that you need, especially in the second half here where Indiana was so red hot. I mean, shooting 56-plus percent from the field, 50% from three, they're going to make up some ground. So getting to the line 26 times is absolutely massive. You see just um, Chase Adige and Boo Booey in the second half, they go 12 of 14 at the line. Then you go three of four with Ty Berry, three of four with Robbie Barron. Nicholson and Roper both go 0 for 2 and some key spots down the stretch that Made it a little scarier, a little scarier than it probably should have been because, I mean, especially you, you combine that with the fact that Indiana starts fouling. They start sending Northwestern to the line. Uh, you got a couple 0 for 2 trips out of those guys. And Northwestern did not hit a field goal for the last 424 of the game. And you've got an Indiana team that uh, thankfully Northwestern hit 
the final free throw because Indiana hit the full court um, length heave to cut the lead for one to one, which it was a crazy, crazy game, a very, very key win for Northwestern. In a second, we're going to take a look at the individual uh, standouts in this game and what's what's coming up next for Northwestern. But first, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season, which I know is wrapping up. I mean, tonight is the college football playoff national championship game to basketball and really any other sport out there. We've got it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, Check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac uh, Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the college basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Let's... uh, talk about the standout performances in this game when you look when you look at indiana the ones that stick out for sure uh jalen hood shafino 33 points in this game 12 of 17 from the field five of seven from three four six at the line three rebounds three assists did have six turnovers so that's the negative there in 35 minutes was minus five in the plus minus. Also, when you look around this team, the <laughs> this performance, when I when I first saw it, the numbers pop up on the screen. Uh, when you first see them pop up on the screen in the middle of the game, you think, oh, surely that's a typo. But Trace Jackson Davis, 18 points, eight of 19 from the field. So at least Matt Nicholson and the Northwestern defense down low made it difficult on him to be very efficient. He was below 50%, but he was two of three at the line, 24 rebounds, 17 defensive rebounds, seven offensive rebounds, eight assists, had three turnovers, had four blocks as well. And he played every minute of the game, all 40 minutes, and was minus one in the plus minus. One of the most impressive performance. Those two guys, honestly, for Indiana, you have to go back to the locker room and be like, guys, like, sorry, sorry. Don't know what what more I could have done. I gave you 18, 24, and 8. And then I gave you 33, 3, and 3. Sorry, I should have scored 40. Or I should have grabbed 30 rebounds. That's on me. (laughs) Because those are two phenomenal performances by a couple Indiana star players. And, I mean, you had Tamar Bates, nine points, three of eight from the field, one of four from three, two of three at the line, only grabbed a couple boards, uh, only had one assist. 
And then you had eight points out of Trey uh, Galloway and Malik Renault. I mean, outside of that, you didn't get a lot. You didn't get a lot out of the team uh, outside of that. But it was amazing to to see the performances uh, by Jalen Hood, Shafino, and um, Trace Jackson Davis. Those two guys balled out and deserve recognition because those two guys are absolute studs out there. When you look at Northwestern, you get, honestly, this is probably one of the more well-rounded games we've seen out of the team top to bottom, but it also, you have to give credit to the two stars because Boo Booey, 26 points, 10 of 18 from the field. It was efficient. It was efficient and it's hardly ever efficient for him. One for four from three, five of six at the line, three boards, two assists, did have a couple turnovers, but had a steal in 35 minutes of play, had a plus minus of zero, actually. Chase Audige, 19 points, five of 14 from the field, not his most efficient game, one of three from three, but he got to the free throw line. That's something we talk about. If you're going to shoot a lot, if you're not going to be efficient, you got to get to the free throw line. Chase Audige goes to the line 10 times, it's eight free throws. He only had one rebound. Was dealing with the back injury. Really tightened up on him. Missed some time in that second half. But he had eight assists. So he distributed the ball extremely well. Had a couple turnovers. But had six steals in the game. His defense is elite. And it shows up in big spots like it does right there. Ty Berry, 13 points. Four of nine from the field. Two of five from three. Three of four at the line. Uh, 11 rebounds, crashed the boards better than anybody out there. And he's a guard, a couple assists. Um, He did foul out of the game. Honestly, it was amazing. Um, I moved TVs at one point. And when I, when I flipped it on to the new TV, I watched him get all five fouls in about 10 minutes. It was um, impressive, honestly, but he had a couple steals uh, as well. Robbie Barron, who, by the way, played some really key defense with Matt Nicholson down low, making life difficult on Indiana. There's one possession where they had three blocks uh, on the same possession, and Indiana got like five or six different opportunities, ended up getting fouled, going to the free throw line and missed the front end of a one-and-one. Robbie Barron, 13 points, four of nine from the field, two of four from three, three of four from the line, five rebounds, two assists. Uh, three blocks, one steal in 32 minutes. His plus minus was two. Tiberius plus minus, by the way, in 30 minutes was plus 11. Matt Nicholson, eight points, four of seven from the field. O of two at the line. Um, would have been nice to get to double digits with those. Uh, would have made it a lot less scary at the end. Five rebounds, one assist, uh, two blocks, two steals. 32 minutes was plus 12 in the plus minus. Uh, and then look, I mean, Matt Nicholson, um, Robbie Barron, Chase Aldige, uh, Ty Berry. I mean, really, this team, they had moments where the defense showed up. And I think that was important. That was impressive. Um, but there were moments in that second half where you felt like that gum, in the rate that Indiana's hitting shots. They're going to come back in this game. And there were some scary moments where you thought it was going to happen. But you know what? 
this Northwestern team figured out a way to gut out a big win, a huge win. And it wasn't, it wasn't as close as the one point because it was four points with like 1.1 seconds left or whatever, however many it was. But to go to Indiana and to get that win is so unbelievably massive that I think it, I think it changes the outlook of this season. Because I think you are looking at a middle-tier Big Ten team, probably on the outside looking in on a um, Big Ten or on an NCAA tournament before this game. But now you get this win. So you've your losses right now, a 4-1 and one in conference play pit team that just got crazy hot, shot you out of the gym. An Auburn team that's still in the top 20 in the Kemp Bomb just got a huge upset victory over Arkansas. An Ohio State team that just dropped their second game in Big Ten play, but still very high in Ken Palm. There is some room here to pull off another win or two. You get Rutgers on Wednesday at home. You come back and you pull off that win. Then you're looking at three consecutive wins against a number 32, 22, and 16 teams in the Kimpom. When you look at the net, it's probably even better than that, to be honest with you. I haven't, you, you just got a win over Indiana, who's now 25th in the net rankings. They were a little bit higher. They're at 18. Rutgers, 20 in, in, in the net rankings. Uh, Illinois, 37 in the net rankings. Northwestern, up to 47 in the net rankings. So if they can continue to climb by playing high-level opponents, you got to handle your business in games like you got to figure out a way to pull out a win at N- Nebraska. You got to win your home games when you get the opportunity against Rutgers, against Wisconsin, uh, against Minnesota, Michigan coming up. You've got Purdue, Indiana, and Iowa all in a row at home in February. You got to figure out if you can hold serve at home and continue to play the way that you're playing on the road. This is a tournament team for Northwestern. Very much is. And I think. That is something that I'm very much looking forward to, and I will talk more about here as this week gets rolling. That's going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. This has been Locked On Northwestern. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Um, and yeah, wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed. You turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Um, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Carter Bird 13. And I'll see you all next time.